0: Uh Evan Kenori's texting me right now. He just dropped his fall collection, as you know. I'm, oh
1: my god, I'm his number one
0: fan. We've been waiting. We've been waiting, Evan, and it's out. He hit me up. How's it look? He, he said he wants me to shout it out, so that's what I'm doing right now. Um tell the world to buy it all. Buy it all. Buy it. That looks, shit. It looks lit. There's a really good plaid. I have a personal order in that Evan probably won't fulfill, but um there's a plaid big shirt that just looks so damn good. You know how I feel about big shirts, almost as much as I feel about big pants. Although today I wore shorts, no one, no one's even commented or noticed. You can't see your legs. Uh, the way mm. we s- we sit when we do this podcast, <laughs> it's like we're on the news. This I'm is not um, pants at all. a very special, <laughs> a very special pumpkin spice flavored episode seventy of pumpkin corporate spice lunch latte. This is your fashion it, I came podcast. Up with that joke weeks ago. <laughs> what was it?
1: Pumpkin spice at cow's
0: latte. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back. God, We're- you're
1: right. This Evan Kanori Blatchett really is something.
2: Where did it drop on his website? Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Should we yep. just
1: quietly shop this whole episode? <laughs> 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 I would be down.
2: <laughs> this
0: shopping episode... My Although my shopping yes. habits, it just gets it gets oh, too wow. intense.
1: Oh, my God. You have to get this maroon crew neck cardigan. I know. this. Did you see nice. this? Yeah,
0: it's amazing. This wow. is beautiful. Full
2: button cardigan. Oh, man. Oh, I'm adding it to cart. Sorry, Noah.
1: <laughs> oh, and the little pockets. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> this is cute.
0: All right, Evan. There you go. There's your plug.
2: Um, so, Rachel, what did you do last night?
0: Oh, yeah. We were going to talk. Everyone is hungover. I'm not really hungover, these two seem hungover. I feel great. You look like hell. <laughs> last night we went to Impossible. the opening of uh, the 18 East store in New York. Um, congrats.
2: Shout out Antonio, congratulations. Congrats
0: Antonio, uh, his his brand 18 East finally has a, a, I shouldn't say finally, it's not like we were waiting for it. It 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 awesomely has a, a brick and mortar on Elizabeth Street.
2: A stone's throw from Tropical 128. Big,
0: big scene there last night. Um, I don't know. It was crowded. I didn't really get to see the clothes. What's he got? Cargo pants. Cool vests. Nice loafers.
2: Great white shirts that you can tie with a bow. uh, All right, let's.
0: Can we stop uh, dragging our feet here? What are we here to do today?
1: We're gonna talk about some
0: news.
1: Some hard
0: hitting Hitting. news. Uh, What's on top? All right, I'm the thing. Obviously, on top of my mind that I wake up every morning thinking about is Demna leaving Vetmont. I'm just not do you ready. Think,
2: okay, do you think it's related to PewDiePie being canceled for wearing <laughs> Vetmon? Or do you think he knew? Or do you think that's just a sort of unrelated PewDiePie
0: uh, is a right. PewDiePie is one of these people I've ignored because I hate uh, the name and saying it, but that's like a right wing <laughs>
2: YouTuber, right? I, I Maybe. I don't know.
0: Is it going to be bad if we talk about him? We're going to get. I just think, who, will be canceled who the heck by, cares? Yeah, though. who cares? That okay, guy. moving right along. You know what I mean? But, but
1: I will say it highlighted something interesting about Vent Ma, which we, was like, Demna is not old, especially for a fashion designer. You know, he's 38. Yeah. But I, I started to feel like he was too old to lead Vent Yeah.
0: Which inherently requires some... Maybe It may not be like an age thing. It's, it feels a little bit more like a... An attitude an, thing. A, a proximity to like the establishment. It's sort of like... No, no. And he did all this work to keep himself outside of it. I think setting up office in Switzerland and just being... Although hit. that's like the ultimate billionaire move. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But he's remained enigmatic. I mean, he hasn't like... He's not a part of the system. Yeah, not really. Even though Balenciaga is soundly yeah right i mean it's Mm -hmm. a it's a storied it's a it's a significant uh player in the global fashion elite yeah whatever so and so such and such but the thing that i think is a bummer is like there was a really awesome it there, there it was interesting to watch those two brands kind of like in conversation Mm-hmm. Or I guess yeah. it's not in conversation because it's sort of from one person. But to see how he could like do his thing in these two different ways, but they they felt related.
2: And what did his statement say? It was something like he said he he thought he had done everything he had set out to do. Mm-hmm. Changed fashion, <laughs> amazing. Forever. He was just like I changed. I, I changed yeah, so fashion exactly right. for for all of history. And I've I'm accomplished. Done. I'm done now. Yeah.
0: Let someone else. But he do actually.
1: It. D- I mean, the things that he's talking about, which are like, you know making clothing on a different schedule, like not marketing it in this insane overproduced sort of way. I mean, those are things that he really did mm-hmm. change. And also like who is allowed to be a designer and like who's sort of like welcomed into the system.
2: Did, you guys, did you guys like Vetmont? Like, Is there I'd, stuff yeah. that you wanted to wear?
0: Yeah, and all, the weirdly I sort of like it now more than ever. Um, is Me there too. stuff I want to wear I don't know that's a good question
2: yeah probably
0: I was looking at um, like the last few years of Kanye West fit pics the other day and those like him in the Vetmont hoodie and like I think the like jeans
2: mm-hmm.
0: or like uh, with just like Rothko um, camo cargo pants that was like a yeah. pretty big fit
2: it's Uh-oh. funny though because Vetmont hasn't had like a like a, you know, you know, like the original hoodie with that sort of crazy logo, like was everywhere. And I, they haven't had like a mass smash hit product like that. No, I think we can
0: all sense that, like, it's sort of faded into the background a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, just sort of like, I don't know, as a result of other things rising up, is this, this looks like a Vetmont hat. This is like, (laughs) Rachel has like her dad's, uh, Equestrian. Old, weird old hat with like tat, shirt tags that have been ripped out and stitched onto it. Yeah. Nantucket traders. Wild horses by Pacific Trail. Robin's nest, spelled the Swedish way. Cross country knits. It looks, it's what like of, Vetmont. Uh, it's like New England Vetmont.
2: One of the all time great hats.
0: Um. Uh, The new Vetmont Reebok running shoe is really good. I want a pair of those. Mm-hmm. I can't those afford great. them, but they're fly. Um... Yeah, I mean, what's gonna happen? So he still own he and his brothers still own Vetmont, right? Or whatever. I guess we don't know who yeah. owns Vetmont. They theoretically they own it. It seems like they own it. Maybe with a collective. I'd like to I'd like to yeah. Nobody knows.
2: I imagine that it's like a collective um, <clears throat> ownership structure.
0: So what do they do? Do they appoint someone they appoint Bloody Osiris to be the new creative <laughs> director of Vetmont or do they go on as a collective, release collections? And never, um, you know, do what they did originally, which was sort of remain anonymous.
1: It's unclear because the statement was just all about him stepping down. Yeah. And there was nothing about who's going to run it now. And actually, when people, both Women's were Daily and uh, Vogue, when they, like, reported the news, were like, it seems like Vet Ma is going to keep going. All right. So... The statement was much more about like him no longer being there, and it's unclear whether he, someone else will come forward or if they'll appoint someone. Maybe Raff Simmons we'll remain will remain anonymous.
0: <laughs> now that Raff Simmons only has one job, maybe he'll go. take And over. he
1: also hates corporate America.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. He, so one funny thing about the Vetmont project is like, it it the the message or the um it like evolved in this interesting way, right? Where it like it be it. Was doing these collaborations, and then the, it became a little more cynical. Rachel, you pointed this out in a news item on GQ.com, and then, you know, the most recent show was in a McDonald's and had these like very um, provocative sort of anti-capitalist statements. Of course, on printed on t-shirts that cost a thousand dollars, you know. Um, so it felt like it felt like it was like progressing in this crazy way that was only going to get like more insane and diabolical and thereby cooler. I know. But now it's just over. I don't know. I just, like that McDonald's show, I guess people didn't love it. I, I mean, it's, um, I thought it was awesome. Me too. And I just felt like that, that was a moment where I was like, oh, hell yeah, VetMon can still, um, like, fuck shit up if it wants to.
1: Yeah.
2: That show made me like uncomfortable and kind of scared. <laughs> and if yeah. that, and, I mean, I've never felt that way.
0: Um, I feel that way every, every, every day before. of my life. But, yeah, it. I. That's exactly right. I think it was doing something that other fashion shows and brands weren't doing. Like, for better, for for worse, you love to see it. And I don't know. So, but maybe him stepping away is actually going to be the next step in that. Like, maybe yeah. the ultimate way to do that is to be like, you can't have this fashion star running it anymore.
1: Yeah, like you have to have young people who are like I don't I like cannot work as like an assistant ready-to-wear designer at like a big brand yeah like I just that doesn't work for me I'm not built for that kind of environment which is like what he said you know like he worked for Vuitton for Marc Jacobs and then for Gasquier and he also worked at Maison Margiela
0: real fashion cred yeah uh and a lot of like amazing young designers worked for him and now have their own labels right that but that was more about?
1: under Balenciaga. Oh, okay. Yeah. He sort of, well, but also he he so made a lot of Volkova's career. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say that he made it because it's funny. I was, when I was like.
0: Maybe she made his career. Yeah,
1: she did because the way that they met is that someone introduced the two of them at a party and he was like, oh, I'm a designer at uh, Vuitton, but I'm doing this like fashion collective and she showed him. Or he showed her rather pictures of the designs, and she was like, "This styling here is horrible."
0: There you go, folks. Go to parties. Um, totally, that's the lesson. Uh, well, I was going to say something else. Well, I don't know. Go buy Vetmont. What do you? do? You, should we run out and 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 cop while we can?
2: Yeah, let's go to Century 20, 21 right after this. <laughs> Century Twenty One. They always have the some discount to, fashion outlet uh, across the street from the those, tower. Uh, they had a lot of Vetmont Levi's. Yeah mostly yeah. women's but i thought i thought about it um do you think demna's just hanging out in chicago with virgil Are
0: they're just boys? They're, they're taking it easy is Probably virgil not. in chicago is that where we think he's having I his think that's his where he's respite convalescing yeah mm-hmm. good for him get well soon buddy all right well we just talked about vetmont too much but you know the, the people love to, this is going to, a lot of, a lot of people just hate that month. That's yeah, they do. Thing. They just that's fucking hate it. And
1: I think they hate it because of the customers. And I don't think that's very fair.
0: Oh, oh. yeah. I also think people hate the, like the, pers- the sort of cynicism of okay. it. Um,
1: But if you look back at the first, this is the final thing I'll say about them. Okay. You guys can keep talking about it, whatever, but look <laughs> back at the leave? first like two uh, collections you know like in 2015 yeah. and yeah. you'll love it. Beautiful clothes. You're going to love it. You're going to lose. you love the way you look. Yeah, you're going to like the way you
0: look. <laughs> what was the next uh all right, next in the news items before we do our deep dive into um other stuff. What All right, Sam is actually just shopping right now. Uh he's on Grail looking at Vetmont. Sorry. Any any gems on there we need to know about? Oh, they Antwerp have the hoodie. I have so one good. of those Antwerp I have. I the, haven't, you gave me that tea. Yeah, I went to Antwerp Fuck, I when it. I met with um, Jan Jan Van Ash for a story, and the homie uh, Matt Weber brought me to the secret, the very cutty tourist merch shops that had the actual Antwerp hoodies and teas that uh, Demna used to make those story initial pieces. Stock. Anyway, okay, yeah, Rachel actually just put down the mic. She doesn't want to talk about Vetmon anymore, but she won't tell us what we're talking about next.
1: Oh, clothing is getting bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, Have you heard the news?
1: What's up, everyone? Clothing
2: Clothing is is huge. So Bottega had a show yesterday. Yeah.
1: The biggest show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Absolutely The clothes were big. They were
2: so they big. They looked really
0: good, though. They looked no less, you know, precise than uh, than smaller clothes. I
1: know he has an incredible control over fabric. I yeah. think.
0: What a g! What were the highlights? Big shorts that didn't quite look big, but were huge mm-hmm. trench coats, mm-hmm. big suits with shorts, mm-hmm. um, and like sort of short. Boots. Then there was
1: this amazing look that was a giant leather anorak with like the most voluminous like oh, the, raver yep. pants yeah.
0: that was my favorite that look. was a beautiful look can but you, it's beautiful can you give us some uh some background on the new Bottega designer and who he is and what the hell he's doing
1: well he is only like 31 or 32 years old what's his name Daniel Lee yeah this is his second season yeah and he used to be Phoebe Philo's ready to wear designer at Celine
0: so he went from that job to this job, or he was like, he it's had been his a while.
1: own. I think he was maybe doing something else
0: in between, mm. but, but I can't quite. remember. I thought the was. first Bottega collection was really good.
1: And what's interesting, I think, about what he's doing is that you know everyone was like looking. I frankly think this is like a silly question now, but everyone was like, "What's going to be the new Celine? Like, what's going to yeah. meet that customers like?" Yeah. need or whatever and people for- were looking to him as like a possible person to do that but what he's doing is so much cooler yeah than doing like a new celine yeah. style you thing. mean
0: specifically for like the women who were like the the phoebe like acolytes who yeah. just like yeah yeah um yeah people love to ask that question i don't know that seems kind of funny like like uh
1: who- I know. wouldn't you want to just do something new? yeah just do something <laughs> else i don't know just wear
0: different clothes <laughs> yeah wear the row when in doubt wear the row if you're if you're rich and confused about how you should look um so
2: rachel where did you see this trend of bigness sort of happening before Bottega? well on me, I know you probably. tweeted you tweeted it out a couple of days ago
1: well i'd actually noticed that like women's wear has also been getting bigger so when I was looking at the London shows, there were just these huge dresses. And actually, Matt Schneier mentioned in his like London review that at a couple of shows, like the dresses were so big that like people in the front row were like touched by the dresses. I was like
0: rubbing against their knees. Yeah. Which
1: I think that comes from like people being really interested in making like accessible couture kind mm-hmm. of like big event clothing. Yeah. But in menswear, it's more interesting because I think it comes from suits. Yeah. Don't the, you think it comes from big. like Raf Simmons like yeah. doing big suits like a couple seasons ago and then like Dior and Vuitton Yeah. When Chris Van Ash was yeah. there. The hip and suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hip suit, which was just like a larger, younger, yeah. cropped, yeah, baggy suit.
0: Yeah, I think it sort of like became a way to like separate like fashion from like streetwear sort of, you know, like mm-hmm like major volume was one way to sort of like declare or make that statement that like you're dealing with real fashion now, (laughs) you know, like it's not the, like the frayed, like skinny jeans and Jordans thing. It's like Mm -hmm. this, it's this kind of more advanced and trickier move. Um, I also think it's just about like variation and, and the nineties and, um, but it's interesting that that you say that that you think it started with suits. It sounds right to me. Like Virgil's first Vuitong collection had all those suits yeah. with big old pants.
1: Yeah.
2: And Raf's been doing like the big uh double breasted suit jacket with like the tiny yeah. trousers and shorts. Yeah. That's very fly. Noah's wearing an, a a large T shirt and, and long shorts. Huge shorts. shorts. Right
0: now. Yeah. Unbelievable. Very, very shorts. I wear really big clothes lately. Um Working on an essay about that <laughs> 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 forthcoming <laughs> novel called Size Large. Well, that Bottega show is good. The reason that it happened is because it's fashion week. It's fashion month, right? Yeah. It's in Milan right now or just yeah. ended in Milan.
1: You know what else I really liked, what? which we were looking at yesterday? Margaret Howell. Oh,
0: great. Yeah. Huge,
1: huge khakis.
0: Damn, that was good. Mm-hmm. But like, that, I was just thinking really that Really like, profoundly big khakis. In terms of volume, some like Margaret Howell's always made really full pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, she's a very quiet designer that, like, uh, not even a ton of people wear, like, in the U.S., necessarily. But um, I wonder about, like, that, like, her quiet influence. I mean, everyone in fashion knows who Margaret Howell is and loves her, right? We've written about her. We've always really admired her.
1: You know, I think a lot of Italians like her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. She has that, like, a beautiful store in Florence. Beautiful store in Florence. Which always surprises me. Always
1: surprises you. And
0: I, yeah, you wonder about, like, how how she might influence like bigger, uh, ses-
2: what do you got? I was just Sam? laughing because Rachel was like mimicking what you're saying. I, know, she's just <laughs> repeating me. I don't think she's listening.
1: I was totally listening. Um, I know exactly what you said. Cause I also said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, um, Sam and little Uzi vert are best friends now. Oh my God. And Sam's now the true. number one story of the year, the world knows it. Um, a really weird story. A really weird guy. I don't. It. My. T- um, first of all, there's the fits. He's in a grocery store.
2: Mm-hmm. Bushwick Key Foods.
1: Bushwick Key Foods. Went to the Key
0: Foods in uh, Bushwick. Shut it down. Or were there shoppers in there? There windows? were
2: shoppers. Yeah, because I think if you shut if you shut down a grocery store for you know a movie or a shoot or whatever, you have to like pay them however much they would like however you know Buy the amount them out. of like merchandise yeah. that they would sell in a day, which is a shit ton. So. They were shoppers. They were like, what you know, like what's going on. Most people didn't recognize him, I don't think, but um yeah, Lil' Uzi be shopping. And um, What's his waist size? I don't know. He's small. He's like 5'4. He's a tiny guy. He's I a mean, really he,
1: good looking man.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks great. The, sorry, you, Noah. You really ahead. get it in the in the video. Um he says in the story that he wears women's clothing or started wearing women's clothing because he's so small Mm -hmm. and he says that he doesn't try anything on in stores because he's so small he'll get sad
2: because it's not gonna fit him so he he, just brings it home yeah he never tries anything on he he got um he told me he, he like bought the entire um first uh virgil vuitton collection and none of it fit so he gave it all to his grandma sick yeah So he just gives, he gives a lot of stuff away to his friends.
1: But he also told you that he thinks that he's better at getting dressed than making music. Is that correct?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, he said that, he said that like, I think he, I think he definitely um, knows that he's really fucking good at music and um, considers himself like a big, you know, talent. But he said that that when he goes into a studio, it's just completely effortless for him. He like doesn't even think about it really. He just goes and like throws down he really puts a lot of effort into getting dressed into his, into his personal style into amassing just an absolute fortune of clothes. Um, he's very deliberate. He, he has a lot. I mean, the volume of, of shit that he has, uh, is pretty staggering, but it's all good. Like he doesn't really buy shit. That's like whack or, you know, he's, (laughs) he's an insanely like impulsive shopper. I think, um, at least that's the sense that I got. Um, but, I mean, I mean, you know, he doesn't fucking try anything on, but he, um, he has really good taste and he showed me like he had hit up the, um, you know, I, m- I mentioned in the story that he was late for, uh, the fitting that we were doing yeah, with him. Cause he was shopping. And it was because he, he was at Hirschleifer's, um, shopping, basically shopping for the shoot. Um, even though Long we told Island. him, he, you know, we we brought clothes um, for him, but he wanted to like bring his own stuff, and he mixed um, things in. like yeah. The pe- some of the yeah so a lot his of yeah, a lot of the fits that um, in the story, like he brought like a Raf Simmons hoodie from like spring summer 2006, and like um, his like Rick Owens, beautiful, uh, you know, Ramones and stuff like that. Um, But then he was, he was like really geeked out on some of the stuff that we had that like wasn't in stores yet. Like the Dior Pettibon, um, like that vest, vest. $13,500.
0: So that's a really
2: sick piece. I wonder what Pettibon thinks
0: about that. He made it. I know, but (laughs) he like stitched it. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, the interview is interesting. I mean, Uzi—he strikes me as a person who—I'm no like Uzi scholar, so correct me—but he sort of seems to just say whatever he wants to say in the moment, mm-hmm. and not that he's not thoughtful, but it—it's it, almost like a—a a strategy, like both a defense and sort of like an identity, like a—an identity or a sort of persona. Mm. Yeah. That he just says wild stuff, mm-hmm. and you're almost like you don't really have like the 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 sort of kicker is him just being like, "I just want a Bugatti." Yeah, like he's it's he, just so you know, and like you kind of are like he. That's not true. Not that it's untrue. Not that he's being like disingenuous, but like Bugattis. I mean, he just bought one. You know, like he's not going to retire now. But yeah. there's there's just it's like somehow he's playing into an idea. Um, you know, and the same thing with him. He, like He's, you know, him saying that he's better at getting dressed than he is at right, making music. Right.
2: I mean, he's, he has a reputation for being very like quiet and yeah. not, not very like giving in interviews, which is, is, you know, it's just because he like, doesn't like to do them. Um, But he's actually a really good talker. And if he like, if you ask him a question that he, you know, generally speaking, like he doesn't really like to talk about his music, but I think he's like, you know, he's definitely like a pretty funny, like weird dude who like says things that, you know, I it's like sometimes hard to tell whether he's like being totally serious. Yeah. I mean, um, don't forget
0: his he like his first famous fit was like the mall raver.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think he knows thing. I think he like knows that people think he's trolling, but I think he's also like a little bit more serious than mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Than people think.
1: Like in the video, the like 10 essentials video, he seemed quite like
0: warm I yeah. thought mm-hmm. well there's a reason why he has like his fans just love him right I mean yeah. he like, seems to really like connect with people in some sort of personal way
2: he's probably the most um, too energetic performer I've ever seen actually yeah. um, which is because he can like totally just be like super chill and like in his own head like really reserved um, but when he's on stage he just throws down
0: so, and the youth love
2: that they
0: do. That, that's in the October 2019 issue of GQ magazine.
1: The one with Bradley Pitt on the cover, the one with
0: big bad Brad on the cover. Um, Brad Pitt, close personal friend of the pod. We got to get him on corporate lunch. Um, just to talk hair. I think it would just be a hair episode. Yes, yeah. Um,
1: he's had every haircut I
0: want, he's had every haircut. Period end of sentence He's had every
2: haircut
1: Yeah
0: Right?
2: All of them That's true That's it Yeah
1: Yes Oh my god
0: Yes Yes Truly inspiring um, The hair I mean But also the career The man The looks The face Not Not not, Yeah Not always the best Facial hair decisions I feel like there's been A lot of goatees But you know He's of the He's like of the Goateed uh, age Generation So that's a little Uzi Vert And then we have a GQ style out we do. The, it, the, has the two, fall, it really has two tumble. cover
1: stars the on it. The
0: Fall 2019 beautiful, issue of GQ, Stoyle,
1: Tom Holland. Tom Holland and a handsome beautiful Celine coat. The
0: real, mm-hmm. I mean like I'm just going to be real with everybody. There the cover of the new GQ style is a
2: Celine coat. This issue featuring the Celine coat um also has two very wise pieces by no, yeah, I want to talk about Grace Wales Bonner. So let's yeah, two so Rachel
1: Special giant blonde babies. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to <Noah say, Rachel. laughs>
0: I was going to say that uh that that Grace Wales Bonner and little Uzi Vard are like an interesting um mm-hmm. like two interesting poles of like what's happening in fashion right now.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a, They should you know, meet. One of them is an artist, one of them is a designer, but um they should meet. What would that how What would that be like? You spent time with Grace Wales Bonner,
2: Rachel.
1: Um. Well, they're both really quiet, so I'm not sure that a lot would happen.
2: They're both probably about the same size. Yeah, they are. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think they're the exact same so size.
2: So, Grace um, Wales Bonner just showed. Uh, did she have a show in London, or was it just no, a lookbook No, she just put drop? out a
1: lookbook drop.
2: Well, it was really. F- I thought it was. She fire. was on a
1: like a retreat. Uh, mm. Maybe in Nepal with Devendra Banhart. Really?
2: Maybe. No, I'm just oh. uh,
1: But she was on a retreat, like a meditation retreat for most of the summer. So she didn't do like a full-fledged show.
2: You spent some time with Grace at her devotional sound Solange Fest. Let me
1: tell you this. I've liked Grace Wells Bonner's clothing for a long time. Right. Because what I liked most about it, I have to say, this is just as a personal thing. Like, I guess from a fashion perspective, I liked the fit of the clothing. I thought it was really elegant. I thought it was like minimalist in this really appealing and sort of like intriguingly serious way. But this thing I also really liked about Grace Wills Bonner is that she's like a designer who's around my own age, who is doing things that I think are like really... um, interesting and like laying the groundwork for a long career plus she does a lot of collaborations with artists and she doesn't do collaborations with artists that are like the real typical artists that fashion designers always worked with and I just thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. because usually like when fashion designers and artists work together it's in this like really corporatized way you know what I mean and it's like someone you've heard of who you're like, isn't that guy kind of past his prime? And she works with people who are like her own age, who are sort of like, it's a real like collaboration.
2: It's like, you have know? you heard of Peter Seville? Yeah. 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 It's not a collab. Seem, it's a right.
1: collaboration.
0: She doesn't seem overly concerned with like things being commercial necessarily. I mean, she yeah. seems to have very good taste and very good sense. I mean, her, her, Clothes aren't, like, avant-garde or difficult, necessarily. No, not at all. But she also, um, you know, approaches things in a pretty sort of highbrow way. You know, like, she's, like, a real intellectual, it seems. Or at least that's the way – that's, like, the level on which she's engaging with both art and fashion. And she's not trying to, like, make that easier, necessarily. She's sort of doing, like – the work that she wants to do with the artists she wants to work with yeah and i think you get that sense that there's not like the the artist collaborations aren't like big saleable commercial opportunities they're like you know interesting on their on their own merit i thought the fall 19 collection
1: the one that's coming into stores, the one now. that's hitting stores now that's like this, kind of featured the, in the yeah.
0: magazine is is incredible
1: yeah it's really
0: cool i keep seeing that rugby shirt everywhere yeah and i really Amazing. want it it's like blousey it's really which is cool big yeah once again which is, is the correct size yeah for clothing
2: i like the eric and the the um robe <laughs> the that eric, eric mack Mac, oh my god uh, eric mack is so her.
1: cool he's the coolest person any of us know big uh, instagram follow great artist
2: as seen In on Steve biennial. Lacey.
1: Yeah, as seen on Steve Lacey, he looks In so In the very cool. same issue. Holding his guitar. Oh,
0: yeah. These Steve Lacey photos are amazing. They really are. That guy looks cool and everything. Um, the whole new issue of Jiki Style is really tight. friggin' good. We have so a big Taishan tight. John story. Um, Noah. Um, went to
1: Japan. I pilgrimage. went
0: to Japan. You just say it like that, though. Um, it took a really long time to get there, both in terms of number of hours on the flight, but also like Capital is uh, the brand I went to write about, and it's a you know family-run business that's been around for a long time that doesn't um, you know doesn't have any like PR apparatus. It doesn't it doesn't do like typical marketing stuff, and and wasn't necessarily interested in being part of a magazine story like this. But after some work and persuasion took about a year or two, um, they, they agreed to, to welcome me to their home in um, a crazy part of like sort of industrial central Japan. It was like, I felt like I was in like somewhere in Ohio, like outside of Cleveland. I don't know any, I've never really been to Ohio, but like some industrial part of Ohio, like maybe where they used to make cars. And, um,
2: but that's where that's is that where um, the denim like industry in Japan is located, basically.
0: Sort of, yeah. In this in this like village called Kojima, there's a, a place called Jean Street, which and there are a bunch of denim factories there. And um, but it's not. I mean, there there are denim factories all over Japan, but there there are a bunch of them there. And there there was sort of an effort, I think, by the local government to to turn like the denim thing into like this local industry that people would like it would become a destination it sort of is but what capital has going on there is much more interesting than than anything else that's going on around it they have three incredible stores that are like all totally different and they have you know their headquarters are there and their design is there and they have a few factories there and the family lives there and um kiro the designer lives there and in tokyo and uh so i went and spent spent a day with them with a photographer hanging around and like saw them make bandanas which is incredible and weird and not at all how i thought it would work and um
2: we've talked about um the experience of shopping at capital in tokyo a few times on the pod but it you know i just want to emphasize that like if you go to japan and go to a bunch of capital stores like every other shopping experience will be completely ruined for you like every other store will just feel totally like dead and sad why (laughs) the because every capital store is like totally different and noah talks about this in peace like there's one in um tokyo in, in this neighborhood called Ibisu. they have three stores and one of them is like you know, you have to take your shoes off and you go in and like you're on tatami mats and they have like all this insane vintage stuff um, with also like new and archival uh, capital. There's one that's just all denim. And then there's one um, that is just like huge and like it feels like you're in like a cabin or something. Um, And it has all of like the new stuff. Um, And the merchandising is crazy. The staff are all super fly and cool. Um, and just the volume of, you know, like they produce like 400 things, 400 pieces per collection the or something. The collections are massive, yeah. Um, and they've been doing it for so much, for so long that there's just so much shit in every yeah. store yeah. and like everything's for sale, everything like you just want to touch and like try on. Um,
0: they sort of, it's, they sort of feel like different kinds of like, um, really intense, like vintage stores basically, where there's just like mm-hmm. pot, so much stuff and so much detail and like every piece feels totally unique. And um,
2: every time you like look at something and want to try it on, it's like you have that experience where like if I don't buy this, I will literally die. But that happens like a hundred times every time you go to a capital store.
0: So I went and I, I sit with the designer who's um insanely cool and we sort of have a conversation, but he didn't, it, it was a little bit, he didn't quite like seem interested in really articulating like what he does with this with this collection and how he designs and where the ideas come from. I think you sort of the sense is like the clothes speak for themselves, but he um, he insisted on on me giving him a nickname <laughs> while I was there. And you did but it. This was just what our conversation became, and it was like it, you know there was a little bit of a language issue and a little bit of just like this is a guy who um he's an unusual kind of far out guy and that was that was the conversation he wanted to have and that's so that's what the story's about
2: have you heard from him is he going to print the ultimate nickname I heard on heard
0: so his sister does is um she lives in the u.s and she sort of helped facilitate and she uh i've i've just heard from her that th- you know they're happy with the story but i don't know yet if um we made a deal that if 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 i came up with a nickname that that he felt was suitable he'd put it on a shirt or something
2: i think my favorite line from the whole this whole issue is denim that is my philosophy <laughs> amazing
0: i mean this is a very japanese thing to say
2: three real bangers uh with three interesting and um challenging subjects
0: there's even more where that came from folks Well put sam <laughs> What uh what time is it?
1: (laughs) Is it time for vibes?
0: Thirteen vibes. This is the not so fast lightning round where um we tell you what's poppin'. I'm gonna give you one, a hot one right now that I enjoyed on the boat ride in this morning. Lou Reed's album, Street Hassle. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, I felt like I hadn't. I we I had a conversation with a couple friends the other night about Lou Reed and Bruce Springsteen, and um, it just it just it it just made me want to go back and listen to some Lou Reed, which I felt like I hadn't really done since like college. So I listened to Street Hassle, and goddamn, it's good.
1: Have you read Anthony De Curtis's biography of Lou Reed? I haven't.
0: No. You'll. You but we were sort it. of talking about that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's on my fall reading list now
1: um you know it's interesting so anthony de curtis was a professor of mine in college oh really and um i went back to Penn and visited his class last week and we were talking about lou reed Mm -hmm. and he got to write this lou reed book because lou reed people would always say to lou reed like you hate journalists like why do you hate journalists so much and he would Hmm. say i love anthony de curtis
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: damn
1: so that's how he came to write this book respect
0: yeah. Can I borrow your copy? Of course. Thank you. All right, give us a vibe.
1: Oh, what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is how this works. We do it literally
2: every week.
1: Wait, but I don't have I don't have one. What would you vibe think was gonna was? happen? Well, I wasn't really thinking about it.
2: Um I have a vibe. Right. Yeah, go for which it. Which is watching your clothes being made for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very profound experience yesterday. I went to the armory, um the very um the 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 local Tribeca haberdashery, yeah, and I um, got fitted for a pair of trousers by um, uh, Pomela. They literally it's just a trousers brand out of Naples. That's all they do, and um, you know they took my measurements, like had me try on a pair of pants, asked me like what I wanted, and then uh, this guy named Lino, who's been making trousers for like thirty five years. Just started drawing, like put it, you know, he laid out these, this big thing of fabric and just started making them. So he like put, did you know, did the them? chalk lines and he started cutting them. It was f- fucking incredible.
0: That's beautiful.
2: I watched it all come together. Where are the pants? I'm going to go try them on in like an hour.
0: Wow, She's going to make them in a day. He was
2: like, he was, he was like, when can you come back? I was like, I don't know, tomorrow. He's like, how about tonight?
0: What <laughs> kind of pants did you tell him you wanted? Damn.
2: I'm going to get, big? um, yeah, absolutely massive. Are they Massive. <sighs> They do make um, bespoke shorts. Oh. Um, no, I'm gonna get um, black corduroy. So these ones are not gonna be black cord. The these f- are like for fit. These are like just to dial in the fit. So these are made what with is like the gray. Fit?
0: How did you describe the fit or do you just get the fit that he comes up with?
2: It's just, they do like, you know, they just do like their fit. Oh, he d- like, they don't ask dandy, you like what Italian sort of leg and... shape you want? No, but they sort of like, they tailor it for your leg shape.
0: Right. What's your leg shape? Beautiful. Bony. Sensual. Like perfect.
1: You have legs like uh, Louis XIV. <laughs> What's that mean? You haven't seen that painting of Louis XIV? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> With the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. hair. And
1: he's just got that giant textile. That's and how I pose generally for photos textile, too. But then like his legs are just like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Rachel, do you have a vibe yet?
1: <clears throat> nope.
2: I have another vibe. Wait. Yeah. Spicy Village. You have to say-
1: oh, that's a good, that's a really nice vibe.
2: Spicy Village is a huge vibe. Had a nice meal there last night.
1: That's beautiful.
2: Go there, bring cash, bring you know, it's B Y O B. So Buy be a t shirt your, your own B. Be your own B.
0: Beob. Um, I got a vibe. It's the Instagram account, organiclab.zip nice do you follow organic lab no what is it Tell like us more. awesome outdoors like odd and obscure outdoors fashion and gear with sort of a 90s an eye to the 90s a lot of um sporty outdoorsy footwear and fleeces and bags and um unique and inspirational archival photography tents tent towers um Land Rovers, you know that sort of thing. Titanium mugs, giant tortoises, organic Organic I don't know who this who 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 runs it. I'd love to know. They should come on the pod. This is one of the most ruling Instagram accounts. You guys have you guys want to sign us off? You have last. You know. Ones? You
2: know what I realized. Do we need? Demna. Do we need any
0: calls to action? Subscribe. Tell a friend. Write a review.
2: Yeah. Buy buy all the issues that are out now. Buy
0: the magazines.
2: Buy um. It. Demna just got an Instagram like a week ago or Demna two weeks ago. Just got an Instagram. Sams on. Interesting. It. Somebody's a fashion journalist. Interesting timing.
1: What is his uh Stay tuned.
2: It's just Demna oh, Gvasalia. Yeah.
0: Um DM Sam Hine who who you think um our next guest should be. Anyone. Dream big. And uh we'll see you for episode 71 next week.